Hi, friends. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Spice Chaos. It almost didn't happen. <laughs> Welcome to a very spur of the moment, almost it's almost Monday morning episode of Spiced Chaos. That's yeah, right. Last minute. I, I know. I, I love how you said almost didn't happen because <laughs> it is less than 12 hours before this particular episode is due to be in your ears. And we are just now recording it because we have been a little bit busy yeah. and, um, you know, just stuff, you know, life happens and we're getting it done. And, um, you know what, guys? We did not acknowledge the fact that um, our mini-sode last week was our 100th recording. Woo! 100 episodes! Can you believe that we didn't acknowledge that we have recorded, edited, and produced 100 episodes of this podcast? I kind of can believe it because we both just have so much happening right now that we're just like in a rhythm. We're like, okay, it's Wednesday or Thursday or whenever we're recording this, let's do it. Here's our notes. Let's go do the thing. (laughs) Yeah, it has kind of gotten to be second nature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, So speaking of nature, um, over there in um, the... Well, I guess you're on fire right now, aren't we? We're going to talk about that in just a minute. <laughs> Literally um, on fire, not just yes. figuratively. <laughs> over there in the Pacific Northwest is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. Yes, and over there in North Carolina, all fresh from a vacay, we'll talk about that later, um, is Leanne from Spice Plan. That's right. That is us. Um, and we realized that... Um, we haven't done proper introductions in quite some time. So if you're just joining Spiced Chaos for the very first time today, welcome to episode, well, it's not episode 101, mm-hmm. but, this 102. Is the, but this is like, you know, we have, we've made quite a few episodes of this. So mm-hmm. welcome and thank you for joining us. And if you're back after listening to us for months and months and months, then we appreciate that you continue to listen to this program. Yeah, Um, (laughs) we sure do. So we don't have a guest today. Um, It's going to be just Caitlin and Leanne today. But we kind of love that. Like we love talking to guests and getting to meet new people, but we also kind of just love just having some dedicated time to hang out. Right. And we are starting to kind of wind down this particular season of the show and moving into another season. Um, Yeah. Another kind of theme, I guess you could call it. And um, yeah, so um, anyway, well, before we, um, you know, get too deep into planners and new releases and all the things that, you know, have a, may or may not have arrived at our house this week, mm-hmm. um, what is going on over there? Oh, my Cameron? gosh. I mean, just start, let's tell me what it's been like, like from the beginning, because I just okay. can't even imagine. So they started, okay, so what was that? It had to have been last week, maybe the week before. I can't remember the day, like, everything went down because it's all just been kind of a blur. But um, we had this, like, crazy freak wind event is kind of what spurred everything. It was this east wind, um, and, like, it brought all of this smoke in from the eastern Washington fires and all of this stuff. And so we're just like, whoa, this is weird. But we heard on the news that they, because of the wind and because of the, you know, the late summer dryness of the forest and stuff, that there was a high risk for other areas to catch on fire. And uh, that's exactly what happened. So um, a lot of our state is on fire. A lot of the Pacific Northwest is on fire. California is obviously still on fire. And um, 
it was dangerously close to my neighborhood in the city of Portland, which is like unheard of being in like an evacuation zone. Sparkle um, from Sparkle Creations, she was on a level one evac and some other planner babes that I know as well were on like a level one evac as well, maybe even level two. Um, I had a friend who called me and our driveway happens to be like an RV length driveway. And so she called and she's like, can we park our RV there if we need to? Because she was on a level two evac and just the entire state was on fire. Um, We were not necessarily afraid that our home was going to be burned, although it could have been possible. Um, But right now our biggest concern is air quality. And like we are just feeling for, you know, people across the state who are losing homes. One of our really good friends um, lost a cabin that we actually stayed in a couple of years ago. It's completely gone. Um, This hot springs resort called Brighton Bush that we've gone to a couple of times is completely like, well, it's not gone because they have an on-site fire department, but it's damaged um, and it's it's just wild. And the fires are still zero percent contained. So wow, yeah, a lot. wow. So the the fires are not contained at all. Yeah, and they actually told them a couple of days ago to disengage from the fire because of the large amount of smoke and the wind. Like they couldn't see what they needed to do. So right now what they're doing is they're focusing on like the little hot spots that are popping up um, around it from that are getting closer to bigger cities like Oregon City, the Clackamas area, um, and then closer into Portland. So that's what they're focusing on right now. But the major fire, I think it's called the Riverside Fire, um, oh. that's closest to us is 0% contained. Oh, no. See, that is just horrifying. Oh, it is just so sad. It has been so sad to watch. Yep. And the worst part, so I was, you know, in my little anxiety brain, I was on the computer doing all my research. Um, And I was reading like about the fire and this Riverside fire that's closest to us was human ignited. So it was somebody's fault. Somebody lit this fire in particular. It wasn't necessarily just an event, like a product of the wind event. Well, I heard that the fire in California was the result of human error. Yeah, there was one that I actually saw on the news that was some, like, gender reveal or something. Yes, that someone was having a gender reveal party in California, and that's what started the California fire this time. Right, with fireworks in dry, middle-of-the-summer California. Can you imagine being the cause of that? Smart idea. I mean, no, because I... And I don't know, maybe this comes across harsh, but I'm like living in it right now and I'm watching people like lose stuff. So I'm just like, my filter is pretty much gone. So I cannot imagine being the cause of that because I am not someone that's going to go out and be unsafe with fires. Like the only time that I'm ever going to be involved in a fire is, I don't like fireworks in 4th of July. So that's not, that's not anything I would ever be involved in. And then like maybe a campfire, but we're really safe about, you know, lighting campfires when we go camping. Right. Yeah. I just, I cannot imagine having that kind of weight on my shoulders because, you know, I mean, yes, it's stupid that that's the way they chose to do it, but you know that when you're having your, I mean, I didn't have any gender reveal parties, but Mm -hmm. I know that when people have them, that they're excited about it and they, you know, they plan this stuff and they want that. There's no way that they, no one would on purpose 
do something like this. Like, it's just, oh, it's just. Sure, not on purpose, but, like, you live in California, you know the conditions, right? Like, I I just have very little sympathy for people who are not fire safe, especially right now, living in it and kind of watching well, the devastation. No, and I'm not, I'm not trying to say that we should have sympathy for those people. I don't, I don't know. I just know yeah. that they've got to be feeling. I mean, and do they get in trouble? I mean, does, does, does this I mean, they release their identity. I can't imagine, like, the kind of mail that they're getting right now. I mean, I was going to say, I mean, does the law charge them? I mean, do they well, get charged there was, with... There was a fire in Oregon, I want to say it was in 2017, in the gorge, so the Columbia River Gorge, and that's, like, where all of our hiking areas are at and stuff, and it's just, like, this beautiful scenic area. And it was actually this kid, I think he was, like, 17, something like that, but, like, threw something that was on fire, like, down into this gully in the gorge and, like, lit all of it on fire. And, like, we almost lost, you know, this huge, beautiful scenic area. And they wouldn't release his name for the longest time because they were worried about, like, him getting death threats and stuff. So... Uh, and then, long story short, he did end up, like, having to do some, like, restitution and stuff. So, okay, yes, well, I would say there are penalties. It's very possible that it, they didn't release his name either because he was a minor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they wouldn't release his parents' names either because. Okay. Well, okay. And people were, like, coming for them. Like, uh, Oregonians are serious about their nature. <laughs> like, people are, people take it real seriously out here. Yeah. Well, uh, I just. Wow. Oh, it's yeah. been so, so it's scary. it's been a lot. It's, and yes. I mean, like we all, we have two um, like HEPA certified air filters going right now, but like we still have headaches and like we brought the ducks inside and like we all are just like really tired. They're saying that the smoke and thank goodness that we only have to deal with smoke um, because again, I know that so many people have, are you know, not only have lost things, but there's like the firefighters who are like paying the ultimate price, like out there trying to save things. Um, so they're saying that the smoke from the Portland area should be dissipating mid to late this upcoming week. So we have rain coming Monday and Tuesday. I think also, again, on Friday and Saturday, so they're anticipating that the smoke will begin to move out, and I'm hoping that the rain will help with the with the fire situation. Oh, me too. I really do. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It has been, you guys, it has been really scary to wake up in the morning and have a map from Caitlin on my phone when I wake up. <laughs> you know, here's a picture of a map from Caitlin, like, here's my house, and here's where the fire is. And I'm like, well, what am yeah. I supposed to do? I mean, like... Right. <laughs> I can't come out there and save you, but you can fly out here if you want to. <laughs> if you I want to know. Come stay yeah. here in North Carolina where you'd, where you'd be safe from um, from fires. I mean, I can't promise you. I mean, it is 2020, so you won't be safe from, you know, torrential <laughs> right. downpours or earthquakes or, um, you know, hurricanes or <laughs> name any kind of other weirdo thing that you might be able to find here in North Carolina. But um, we've had a weird year, too. Right. Um, did I tell you that we had an earthquake here? You did tell me that. I think we talked about that. Yes. Um, of course, of course, the one time that we have a memorable earthquake in North Carolina, I'm sitting on the toilet. Oh, no. Um, you know, I couldn't I be like, that. I know I couldn't be someplace cool. Like, well, I was chilling on the couch or, you know, <laughs> something like that. Like I had to be like in the bathroom. But, right. You know, there I am. It's like, but it happened like really early in the morning and. Um, I don't know how many miles the epicenter was away from 
where I live. But um, yeah, it was crazy because, I mean, I've been in California when there was an earthquake before, so I kind of knew what I was experiencing. I knew what I was feeling. Uh-huh. Um, but that's not something that we have here. Right. Yeah, I know. I This is meant to be a joke, so I hope that this doesn't offend anyone. But I saw a meme floating around the internet today that said, um, it was like a person looking out their window and it was like checking to see what book of revelations we're doing today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yes. what it feels like because yes, there's like locust plagues and like all kinds of like just crazy weather events. Um, but I did want to also kind of like put something out there. I've been seeing a lot of posts, especially like even from larger um, like content creators in the Portland area saying that these fires are lit by like Black Lives Matter protesters or um, like the Antifa people. And I just wanted to put it out there that that's been like disproven by the FBI, like not to go all conspiracy, but like I just wanted to spell all rumors and all of all of that craziness that's going on out there in the oh. in the interwebs. That's not what's happening. No, No, it's not. No, it's mostly the result of like probably a a campfire or something. They didn't say anything more than it was human cause, but they've dispelled the rumor that it was any kind of protest related situation. So it's so interesting, not interesting, but it is strange to me that Portland or that Oregon is on fire at the same time as California. So it's not from the same blaze. Like it's not. No. They're not connected. And they said if all of these fires were to be connected, that it would be like one major problem because then it would start create, they're calling it fire behavior, I guess. I'm not in the fire industry or anything like that. So I don't know the correct terms, but they said that if these, any of the fires um, combined, then the fire behavior would just be like astronomical, which there, there are two fires that are pretty close by to each other. So this Riverside one, and then another larger one that's closer down to the Salem area that they're looking like they may combine. So we may have some more interesting things on our hands here soon. Weird fire behavior. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So because see, I thought for some reason that because California was on fire, that also like Oregon and Washington were on fire too. Like that it all yeah, kind I of... Mean, it- it can be connected. Usually the Oregon and Washington fire season is a little earlier in the summer, um, just because we tend to get some rain by this point in the year in California, not so much. Um, so usually we don't have a risk of, of wildfires at this time in the year, but I mean, climate change is a happening. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's so scary. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, well, I'm glad that you're okay right now. I'm sorry yeah. that your air is, crappy i know i know that you that that feels that that feels bad Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah so um and i know that it's like it's interrupting the start of the new school year because you said that you know delilah is supposed to start school tomorrow and they delayed it actually i just got an email today so she's not starting school again until wednesday now okay so they're delaying it for kids who might have had to evacuate is that um, and like we live in a title one district. And so that means 50% or more of our kids are on free or reduced lunch in our area. Um, and so they have like, uh, school supplies for kids to pick up and not all of the kids have been there to pick up their Chromebooks yet. So they, um, and they were planning to do that on Friday, but rescheduled it for Monday. And now that's not able to happen. So, okay. So they need to push school back cause kids aren't ready. Okay. Well, 
hopefully everybody will be ready by Wednesday. Cause I mean, <laughs> I, I still feel like that Wednesday, that that's a really late start date. I mean, mm-hmm. considering, um, I mean, I, you know, I know that things are not normal because of coronavirus and all that kind of stuff, but it just feels like, I know that there's a lot of schools in the country that start after Labor Day, but it just seems, mm-hmm. that seems far after Labor Day to me. Yeah, it is. And I, it's it's about a week later than our normal start date. Um, but I think, again, they were just pushing it back, like, as far as they could to make sure that families could, you know, start their, you know, whatever work they have to do and all of that. So, I don't know. I'm just being there when they tell us to be there, I guess. So does Delilah have all of her supplies? Is she ready? Is every is everybody ready to go? Or do you still have things that you need to go pick up? Well, it's funny that you say that. So she actually, so she's been like going to the warehouse to like work with Brian a little bit and doing some kid appropriate things with him. And he's been paying her. Um, and she had some money burning a hole in her pocket. And she actually bought herself a student planner and a matching notebook, a happy planner, of course. Um, and those will be here on Wednesday. So those are the only supplies that she's waiting on. But she's really excited that she bought her own planner. Oh, very, very cool. So, um, but you have like her Chromebook and all that kind of stuff like uh-huh. ready to go. Yeah, well, that's, we good. Had, that's good. We had the one from last year. So they just told us to keep it. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and how was your first week of school? It has been good. I feel like this week is going to be better because, I mean, we had some hiccups. Like, um, so for example, I sometimes combine combine my Avid 7 and Avid 8. And it's hard to explain without like getting into the nitty gritties of the technical details. But in the system, um, kids will see like the Zoom meeting that you created in their specific class. So if you create a Zoom meeting in each class, then it goes to a different meeting ID. And so combining, we had to like find a workaround to be able to have both classes come into the same meeting room, if that makes sense. Yes. So, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about because you're working on the same thing. I do Um, know. I do know what you're talking about. Yes. (laughs) So that's been difficult. And because it pulls attendance automatically from that system as well. So even if I had one group come into the other group's room, it wouldn't pull their attendance and all of this, all of this jazz. (laughs) So we've been trying to work around that. And then just like, because we have basically been working one week at a time, they're like, okay, make sure that your week one is in Canvas. Okay, this week by Friday, make sure that week two is in Canvas and so on and so forth. It's been kind of like doing double work, but kind of learning along the way. So I feel like now I kind of know the process, like I've learned how to use, there's a speed grader in there that I've learned how to use, which is saving my life. Um, I've kind of learned how to uh, answer my messages and get them out of my inbox. And I kind of trained my families to stop using my email address and message me only in the Canvas email. So we're getting a little routines like set up and that kind of thing. Also, some things about Zoom, like I'm just kind of learning how to do like routines in there to make sure that not everybody's talking at once because I can't see them raise their hand when I'm presenting and all these things. So just kind of learning the ins and outs of the system, I guess. But I feel like next week's going to be much smoother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. My first week was I don't want to say it was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, and wow. So yours pulls your attendance for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it automatically records. So that was another thing that we had to like work around. Like if we were going to combine rooms, they were talking about like just combining both classes in the section, but they couldn't do that because of how it appears, the section name appears on like transcripts and stuff. So 
Yeah, we're figuring it out. We're all new to Canvas, just like everybody else. I mean, I've been working in virtual ed for five years, but we're in a brand new platform. So I kind of feel like I'm in the same boat as like all the other teachers who are virtual right now across the country. Yeah, well, I mean, speaking of virtual here in North Carolina, uh, my district is going to, um, let me see, today is the 13th. Mm-hmm. And yes, Wednesday the 16th, my district's board of education has a meeting and the meeting is going to be about getting us back into the building. Oh, wow. And how are you feeling about that? Well, I feel like that we have done a lot of work here at the beginning of the school year to get things started the way that we have. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's going to feel like okay, so you've spent four weeks working really hard on the system that we have now. Mm -hmm. So now you're going to get a brand new system. Right. Is there a way to still use like your, like your canvas classroom and just have them turn stuff in that way, but have the in-person instruction happening? Yeah. And that's probably what I'm going to do. And there's, there's some of the teachers that work in other districts that are saying that all you know that our integration into plan b is going to go more smoothly because we started all virtual yeah i think so and you know that there are going to be some kids that opt for the all virtual academy mhm so i'll be teaching those kids and they'll be at home mhm will they like see you on the screen while you're in the classroom well you know i Look, there are, there have been a lot of teachers that have been a little bit salty about this, okay? Yeah, I bet. And they have said, well, I guess that means I'm teaching all of my students from my computer in my classroom, just mm-hmm. sitting down in front of a Chromebook, just, you know, like... Yeah, like, to, how do you be in two places at once? That's hard. Right, as if to say, like, I'm going to put my table in the front of my room, in front of mm-hmm. my students, and I'm going to put my laptop in front of me, in front of my face... Mm-hmm. And I'm going to teach the class with the kids in the room the same way that I te- have been teaching my class with the kids in the Zoom room for the past four weeks. Yeah, I mean, that's all you can do, really, I feel like. Just so yeah, that the kids, point. yeah, so that the kids that are doing the online stuff, the only other thing that I can think of is just setting up the computer for the Zoom room in the front of the room, like right at like the front desk. yeah. And then them just being able to watch everything that I do mm-hmm. and yep. um, hopefully they'll be able to hear me, but I won't be able to interact with them mm-hmm. because I won't know when they raise their hand or I won't know when they have a question or when they put something in the chat or it's like, I feel like I will constantly be going over to the computer to like check to see if they're chatting with me or asking me questions or right. It's almost like trying to do like an Instagram live while you're like doing your work at the same time. Yes. Like trying to, trying to keep up with like what the audience is saying in the chat. Right. Um, And you know, I, I don't know, I don't know how it's going to be. I do know that the, that the way that they have been, that the the talk has been that um, they're going to ease us back in like Mm -hmm. grade by grade. Yeah, and just kind so, of see how that's going to go. Yeah, so it's not going to be like, okay, all 12 grades are back <laughs> in at one time. Oh my gosh, that would be so nutty. That it's going to start with some of the younger elementary school, like the pre-K and the kindergarten are going to start going back. 
Mm-hmm. And then it's going to slowly pick up with, you know, this, the, the, the first grade and the, you know, first through third and, mm-hmm. you know, then they're, so, you know, really I'm looking at, I could still potentially be at home for, a for the bit. next couple months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean like, but it looks like as of Wednesday, maybe I'll have a date yeah for when and i think that having a date for me is actually kind of nice because i'll have an end in sight for like this particular situation right it'd be Um, nice if they did it at like a semester break where you could like wrap up the you know comprehensive distance learning and then like move into this new thing like a clean a clean timeline um yeah you would think that somebody (laughs) would 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 think of something like that wouldn't you right (laughs) Exactly. Or like, okay, after winter break, we come back, even though it's not a semester, but that's like what what happens right there. Well, our winter break this year is we have it fixed so that at, after winter break, we come back and it's semester two. Oh, sweet. Nice. So I always thought you, it was kind of weird that you had like a month left of semester one. Well, um, we always have, but we, okay. but we got our, um, no, no, we always have had a, a month left of semester okay. one after uh-huh. winter break. But this year they got our calendar fixed and now we, because we started earlier this year than we ever have earlier in August, we'll be done earlier in December so that we can be done with first semester by the end of December. And then when we come back in January, we'll be coming back for semester two. Um, And I mean, I think that that's, I think that that's great. Um, I, I think that it would be nice if they would just put it off until the end of semester one, but you know Mm -hmm. what, we're coming up right now on the halfway point. We are halfway through quarter one, Mm -hmm. like progress reports are due at the end of this week. So it's, you know, we're, we're, we're coming up to the middle of, of the first quarter and I, I honestly can't believe it. I can't believe that I've done this for four, four weeks. I, I just, it's become like second nature. Um, it's, it's become very normal. And if they're going to send me back into the classroom, I need a date so that I can fix it in my mind as to, okay, so here is, I I need to prepare my brain. Yeah. You need to put it in your planner. (laughs) Yes. I I definitely need to be able to say, okay, so here is when this ends. And this is when I will be back up at five o'clock in the morning every day. And, you know, going back into the classroom (laughs) and when life is going to come in the morning. Yeah. When life is going to be back to the way it was, because I mean, for 13 years, I got up at five o'clock in the morning and made it to school by six 30. And, you know, I mean, it wasn't like, I remember those days. Yeah. It's not like I can't do it. I just, I just really, really don't want to. It does not sound like anything I want to do ever. <laughs> no, like I'm really enjoying the fact that, okay, so class starts at eight o'clock and I kind of stumble down the stairs at 7.55 and um, turn on my I was com- giving you 7.30. <laughs> you know, I'm stumbling down from my bedroom at 7.55 and opening my laptop and then there's my film class ready to go at 8 a.m. And I'm like, okay, guys, let's watch this movie and we're all sleepy. <laughs> And, um, you know, but it will, it will be great to have my film students in class. Like, right. I mean, that will thrive for that class. That is where they thrive. I mean, it has been really, really tough teaching the film class, um, on the computer, Mm -hmm. especially because I don't have access to a lot of the places where, where I normally show my films. Right. 
And um, because you can't share your screen, like it's not like if I pull up a movie on Netflix or Hulu and share yeah. my screen on Zoom, you can't see it. Like right, and you can't expect all of your kids to have like a Netflix or Hulu login. Right, so I can't just say, okay, everybody go watch Casablanca for the next three days, and that's what we're doing. Right. You know, because not everybody will have it, but like a lot of the movies that we watch in my film class, I already own them, and they're in my Amazon account. Mm-hmm. But I can't share my screen from Amazon because Amazon has some kind of block on it. Oh, sad. And you're not so, going to like share your Amazon credentials with your class. No, I'm not going to share my Amazon password <laughs> with my class. So, <laughs> with your you senior. Know, but I will say this. If you have opted to take your classes virtually mm-hmm. and I am showing a film in my film class to the kids that are there on campus, I feel feel like I can tell my kids that are virtual, okay, y'all need to be watching this movie and y'all need to figure out how to watch it on your own. Right. Or maybe the school district like provides that for them, you know, maybe. Well, they I, listen, I know you say that all the time, but I don't want the school district too involved in this curriculum. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point too. Like as soon as I start trying to get the school district to pay for the films that I show, yeah. that's when I have to start like, you know, uh, at this point, they trust me to make the class what I want for it to be. And it is. Right. I and just feel I, like that's one thing that my district is always really good at. They are always, you know, really good at providing us with resources. But I mean, we are just like an in like one. We're basically one school. We're just like a K through 12 school. Um, we do have about 5000 students this year, but they're really good at providing you know, and, and not being, um, not making it uncomfortable. Like if we ask them for something that costs money out of the budget. Well, and I feel like that if I went to my principal, her, just mm-hmm. my principal herself and said, yeah. okay, I need a $50 budget to, you know, rent these films or buy these films right. or whatever, that she probably wouldn't dig too deep into mm-hmm. like, oh, well, why are you showing no country for old <laughs> men? That's a very violent film. Oh, um, no. you know, like I, I yeah. feel like that, she she probably wouldn't ask too many questions um but i just i am ready to have that class back in person and i know that if that whatever way they choose to put us back into the room that there's going to be different cohorts so they'll be like here's Mm -hmm. the a kids the b kids the c kids right and you know i don't know how i i don't know if i'm supposed to just teach so if you're not in the A cohort and you're in the B or the C, does that mean that you do the class virtually when you're at home? Right. Or do you just teach the same thing three times Three days over? in a row? Yeah. I, I and they do then asynchronous work? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be. So um, I'm That's anxious. That's how for... I would do it if it were me. I would teach I... them the same lesson three times to each group and then have them do something asynchronous at alone at home. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on, um, you know, what the district's going to expect right. from me because I mean, yeah. it seems to me like that if I were to teach the same lesson three days in a row, that there's kids that would get behind. Possibly. Yeah. And they might not all move at the same pace. Yeah. You're right. For sure. So it just it sounds just like to a me weird like little that- puzzle. Yeah, it sounds to me like that, um, you know, what's really going to happen is I'm going to have, you know, eight kids in my room on a Monday morning mm-hmm. and um, I'm going to show them the film. Right. And then the rest of the kids are going to be at home and they're going to be expected to watch it on their own at home. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that might be um, how it works. 
you know, and then I just, I, I don't, I don't have any idea what it's going to be like. I, I well, really don't. I know that you're doing the best that you can and whatever you do, I think that right now your district will be happy with because we are still in unprecedented times. Like this is not all just gone away just because an, an amount of time has passed. And I think that you're doing a fantastic job. Yeah, this is not going away just because Liam has decided that she's going to start traveling and not worrying about it so much. <laughs> I mean, like, that's that's your deal. But, I mean, you're really safe when you travel, so I'm not worried about that. But, like, I feel like as, as far as working goes, a lot of people are kind of getting back into their routines. And I don't know. I feel like employers especially can... Um, and from what I've seen of folks who work in, in buildings and stuff like that, they've gotten a little bit, a little bit nitpicky. Um, thankfully, again, I'm all virtual and I have a really supportive administrative team, but I don't know. I hope that your administrators recognize that you're doing the best you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know that they do. Um, I had a walkthrough on uh, Thursday. I had an administrator come into my room and stay for quite a while. Um, and he, he didn't have anything. He didn't have anything negative to say. Good. Because yeah. you're an amazing educator anyway. Yeah, you're the bomb. He, oh, well, thank you. No, he didn't. He didn't have anything negative to say. Um, and what's interesting is that he went into another ninth grade classroom mm-hmm. and we were doing almost the exact same thing, which just oh, really right. makes that really makes us look like a like cohesive team mm-hmm. that, you know, we meet once a week and then we do the same thing every week. And you know, we're all kind of reading the same stories and talking about the same things and using the same handouts and nice. Um, you know, so there's definitely some cohesion there and, um, you know, that felt good. And yeah, um, we had a meeting on Thursday and I asked a couple of, you know, I asked the the other people on the team if, if they had had administrators in their room and some of them have said, you know, it would be nice if the administrators would stay out of our rooms. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. Um, because they really have been coming in quite a bit, but I think that they just kind of want to see like how we're doing this. I think so too. I think, I think so as well. And that, I mean, like we have had that before, like we're one of the only virtual schools, I guess, ever um, that teaches AVID in like the correct way. And so we have people come into our rooms like all the time to watch who, who really just want to see what we're doing and like how we're doing it. And I, I actually kind of like that. I love to show like what we're doing with our kids and stuff. Well, I mean, you know, I feel like that because we are working so hard on getting this done, like, yes, mm-hmm. come watch me, please. Like, please come and see that, you know, I am putting the effort into this and I'm doing this and, you know, that this is actually getting done and we're, you know, we're working and everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, just come into the room. It's totally fine. Um, but I felt like that when I was on campus too, I always right. said, you know, that I liked when an administrator came in, my kids straighten up and get, you know, they, <laughs> they act right. And <laughs> yeah, you know, all of a sudden class goes very, very smoothly when there's an administrator in the room and right. You're like, look at all this extra time I have. <laughs> yes. It's like, everything goes like the lesson plan goes really, really well when there's an administrator in the room, like everything goes off without a hitch because the kids are just like, uh-huh, whatever. I don't right. know if they're actually learning anything because they're nervous too. Right. Um, or it's the exact opposite, or you have just like one firebomb of a lesson. <laughs> Yes. And everything is like, you know, just going up in flames around you and you're just like, oh, this is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yes, it's great. This is how it was supposed to you be. You in my review meeting. Yes. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Yeah. Um, that, that's when you sit down um, with at your review meeting and you and you say very politely, I'm going to need for you to come back to my room so that you can see 
um, that other things go on in there besides right. chaos and like bedlam. Timmy trying to jump out a window. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> but see, that's the thing is that like I don't know how these kids are going to actually act when we're in person. Right. They haven't seen each other in so long. <laughs> Yeah, and and because like they seem so well behaved in our Zoom meetings because they're sitting alone in their own homes. <laughs> and their parents are probably sitting there right next to them. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you doing and, your homework? <laughs> you know, a lot of the bad behavior is them feeding off of each other. Right. It really is. <laughs> and they haven't been together in these Zoom rooms to have that, you know, the option of like the bad behavior you know spawning other bad behavior so I don't I don't know who knows these classes that I have that look like these perfect angel baby classes I mean once they all get together they might be little just horrors I don't know so seeing each other since March they might just be like ramped up and have all these behaviors saved up (laughs) but I don't know there's a freedom I feel like that there is a freedom to having my own classroom and, you know, just saying, okay, guys, so today is going to be, you know, a real easy day. And we're going to have like, you know, like when I make the decision, it feels very official when I decide, okay, it's Friday and today's going to be a catch up day. So if you don't have anything to catch up on, then when you finish your vocab quiz, you can exit the zoom room. That feels very official to me. Exactly. Right. Letting like I them. had to learn from like my middle school kids that like I can't just let them be shouting out answers here. Like I had to make a parking lot for questions. <laughs> like it has yes. to be very structured. There has, there has to be structure. Like even though and um but you know, when we're actually in my room and they have to stay in my room for the entire yeah. block and they can't leave early. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I feel like that it will almost be easier for me because I'll be able to say you need to have out the novel that we're reading. You need to have right. out, you know, your vocab practice. You need to, you know, all of these number of things that I know that they're supposed to be working on. When I let them go from a Zoom meeting, I don't know what they're working on. When I tell right. them, you know, okay, so now you have time to go and work on this. I don't know. They're probably getting off their Zoom meeting and going and playing video games. I don't know right. what they're doing. Um yeah, so and that's what's so funny is that we're telling them during their breaks like go take a walk, play with your dog, get away from the screen, and I guarantee you that 50% of them they leave their Zoom screen and go straight to a different screen. Right, they really do. They're like, yeah, I'm done with it. Yes, my own my own two children, when they mm-hmm. get a break from their screens, they like just want to play with their iPads. Right, because there's that whole like Zoom fatigue situation happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and I don't know, um, you know, I don't know what I don't know what school will look like for my own two if I have to go back into the building every day. Right. Yeah. Hopefully they'll be able to structure it in such a way that it won't conflict with your schedule too much. Well, um, you know, my mom has offered to be with my kids during the day and do homeschool with them while I'm teaching mm-hmm. if, if they're at home. I, I kind of feel like I want for mine to go back to school in person. Right. Um, I do too. I want my kids I, to be back in school in person, but I'm just, I'm still scared. I don't think that Andy will go for that. I don't think right. that he's, I don't think he's ready for that. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be very, very upset when I don't make a big deal. Mm-hmm. He's going to want for me to like try to get out of it he's gonna want you know once they announce it on wednesday that we're going back he's gonna want for me to try to find some hr way out of 
Oh, geez. Yeah, he's going to want for me to try to, you know, get an accommodation and stay home. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we're going to see what happens. But, um, you know, getting back to, um, you know, the traveling thing, I did travel this weekend. Yeah, you did. Um, I went on a little mini vacation. I went to Wilmington, North Carolina, which some of the listeners may know where that is. It's where Dawson's Creek was filmed. Oh, I did not know that. That's cool. Yep. So if you are a Dawson's Creek fan, then I was there this weekend where they filmed Dawson's Creek. And Wilmington, North Carolina is so beautiful. Mm. Um, From all everything you were saying, it sounded really nice. Yes. Um, there are parts of that town that literally look like you've gone back in time. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, it's just so, it's so nice that there are still, you know, little towns just probably all over our country that are like this, mm-hmm. um, you know, where the architecture and the, the structures and the buildings, like almost all the buildings in downtown Wilmington are historic in some way. And they have a little yeah. plaque on the outside that told you like who owned the home and when, and when it was built and, you know, like all this kind of stuff. And we, um, so I stayed at a bed and breakfast Uh-huh. And full honesty, I have never stayed at a bed and breakfast before. Oh, really? Uh, my grandma used to love to stay at bed and breakfast, so we used to do it all the time. Really? I have only mm-hmm. ever stayed at, like, commercial hotels. Oh, really? Oh, when well, when I was, one. yes, when I was in the United States. Now, when I have traveled to Europe and places like that, see, the bed and breakfast to me reminded me very much of hotel rooms in Europe. Mm-hmm. because there just are not, I don't feel like that there's a lot of chain hotels in Europe. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Yeah. Um, Like when we were in Poland, we stayed at this hotel that I can't pronounce, so I'm not going to try. Right. Um, but it was in the middle of like this huge like square. Uh-huh. Um, it will, I mean, like, the buildings surround the square and then all the the happenings happen on the square. Mm-hmm. So this hotel overlooks the square and um, you know, it's, it's the same kind of feeling in that the rooms are all kind of different. Yeah. Um, you know, they're very ornately decorated. The bathrooms are kind of small and you know, like it just, the, the hotel felt, it felt very European and for real, like, the people that own it like live there and make yeah. you breakfast in the morning. Like it's that's what so they do. <laughs> like yeah. you go, like you go downstairs to their dining room. Yep. <laughs> and they just bring you breakfast in the morning and they ask you like how you want your eggs and there's coffee there. And like, it's just, um, yeah, I had never stayed at a bed and breakfast before. So it was just, um, but you know, this, person that I went with was very much like we are not staying at a commercial hotel like we are definitely staying um so um yeah it was it was nice um and we I always like to do something a little bit educational when I travel because Uh I am just that dorky I do too I like to I'm like okay what museums are near this area (laughs) yes yes um so we went to see the USS North Carolina which is um a battleship that is a like complete replica of the USS New York, which was mm-hmm. active in World War II. And my own granddad was on the USS New York. Oh, wow. Okay. So you so, have some connection there. Yes. Yeah, so this boat, I call it a, it's a boat, but it's a, it's a ship. <laughs> it's a ship. Yeah. Um, this, this, this little boat, um, <laughs> <laughs> kayak over here. Yeah. This, um, this, you know, this floating 
vessel. <laughs> little dinghy. Um, <laughs> it um it was a replica of what my granddad fought on in World War II. Oh, nice. Okay. Yes. Um, and they have built this walkway that goes all the way around it, just like that you can walk on and you can just look at the boat. So we didn't go in, um, just because not because we. It, First of all, we weren't wearing the right kinds of shoes. The people that worked, the people that owned the bed and breakfast were like, well, you can't go to the battleship wearing flip-flops. Oh, no. Okay. Because there's a lot of, like, little tight spaces that you have to, like, climb up and walk up, like, little ladders and things like Mm -hmm. that. And they really recommend that you have on tennis shoes to kind of, like, really do the ship right. Right. Um, But then also the lower levels of the ship have been closed for the past like six months because I mean, it's considered a museum and museums have been closed in North Carolina um, Mm -hmm. because of COVID since March. Right. Um, So now our governor has recently, uh, we recently just reached phase Mm 2.5. So not phase three, but phase 2.5. So museums are opening back up. So I don't know if the boat would have been open for us to tour it or not, but Mm-hmm. Um, we just walked around. We just walked around on that like little walkway that they built that goes all the way around it and just looked at it. And it was just, it was cool. And, um, it started raining and we got soaking wet. I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, I have never been caught in rain like this before. Oh, I bet. Oh my when, gosh. When I was out, when I was actually outside, like I could, I cannot believe that I was actually outside in this kind of rain. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen people in movies get caught in this kind of rain, but I've right. never actually get gotten caught in this kind of rain before, um, myself. So, and then, um, we spent the rest of the day just kind of trying to dry off, but we went to an art gallery, which was really awesome. And, um, looked at a lot of really cool, interesting art and we ate lots of food and we drank lots of drinks. And, um, we went to like kind of the downtown area, near the river on Saturday night. And there were a lot of people out. Oh, that's well, I mean, that's both good and kind of scary. (laughs) Well, um, so my initial reaction when we were driving through, because we were kind of driving through before we decided where we wanted to eat, we were just looking around. Um, my initial reaction was, ew. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like I'm looking at all of these people outside and I'm just like, ew, this looks so dirty. Like, look at all these people. They're all getting sick. Everybody's getting sick. Everybody's um, getting that Everybody's getting that Like, go inside. No, what are y'all doing? Um, but, um, you know, then I kind of realized that it's been a while since I've been out where other people were. Mm-hmm. I want to be where the people, where the people are. are. Yes, very much that way. So I just sucked it up and said, all right, let's just let's just go. And so um, we drove the car back to the hotel because the hotel was close enough to all of these restaurants to walk. Mm-hmm. And then we just walked down these beautiful historic Wilmington streets to get to the hotel. I mean, not the hotel, but the restaurant. And, um, it was just, it was just great. Like it was just a very beautiful, beautiful weekend. And I'm glad well, that I did the traveling. It sounds like a romantic trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's possible that it could have been. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I see you. I see you. Oh, you see me. I um, do. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was lovely. And now I'm back at my house. Um, by myself napping and resting <laughs> napping worn out. napping and resting uh yes i'm very tired 
And um, I have to go into the school building tomorrow. Oh, okay. We just can't party like that anymore. Now in our oh, mid to late thirties, like I, it just takes out of it, takes it out of us. I know. I really can't. I, I know. And there was this. Okay, so there was this one other couple there at the at the B and B. Uh huh. And this person that I was with um, asked me. See, I saw them before he did. We um, we had the first night there to ourselves, and then the uh-huh. second night another couple was there. And um, he, he asked me. He was like, "So are they a young couple?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and he meant like are they like old people like shit like 70s yeah okay and like he was referring to us as a young couple meaning like are they the same yeah. age as us right and i was like no they're not a young couple they're just like us and <laughs> He was like, well, no, that's what I meant. And I was like, well, we are not a young couple. He's like, well, we're not elderly people. Like, what do you think? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but to me, like, in my at my age right now, when I think of a young couple, I think of people in, like, their 20s. Or, like, you know, high school. Like, same high age of their soccer. <laughs> yes, like a young couple, you know? Like, right. you know, I making know. out. Delilah by... asked me, she's, she goes, can I have a boyfriend? And I'm like, what are you all going to do? Are you going to, like, stand at each other's locker and split a Snickers? Like, where are you going to go out to? Like... <laughs> Like, settle down. Like, yeah, you can have a boyfriend, but I don't know what good that's going to do you right now because, um, you know, well, one, you've got the Rona to contend with, so you can't go anywhere. Well, our policy is always that, like, we don't really make rules on, like, who you, like, what your relationship status is because, honestly, it's none of my business anyway. But, like, you can't go on alone dates until you're 16 or 17. Like, she could go hang out with a boy if it was in, like, group setting. Like, if they went all, like, six of them to a movie or something. So you would not drive her to a movie at 13, like, with the boy and, like, just drop them off at the movies and let them go see (laughs) a movie? No. And it also can't be like three couples because then they just have each other's back and they're all three just like making out through the movie. Like I know that trick too. (laughs) So it's like those two and then their friend group, like that would be fine, but I'm not going to like let these two little like 13 year olds like (laughs) chill in the movie theater. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Oh, see, I felt like when I was 13 that my parents did drive me to the movies, you know, that's Maybe so not. No, I was kind of dorky at 13. I didn't have a boyfriend. I'm talking big talk now. I didn't have a boyfriend yeah. when I was 13, I don't think. I had my first boyfriend at 14, and, like, that's going to be my daughter in, like, two years, and I'm over here, like, sweating. I'm like, I would never <laughs> drop you off alone with a boy because I know... I know what I did. <laughs> you know, you know what? Maybe, maybe I did. Maybe, maybe when I was 13, I did. I did have a boyfriend yeah. when I was 13. Um, but I don't remember like being dropped off at the movies, but I remember us finding ways to be alone. <laughs> I know. And I know they will, but like, that's, that's kind of our like house rules. Like, sure. Have a boyfriend, but you're going to go on like group dates, like have fun with that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and you know, I think that, I mean, when she's 16, are you going to let her like get in a car with a boy that can drive? And- yes. It would depend on the boy or the girl, like, or the person, whoever she is interested in dating. Um, It would depend on that person because, like, if I, you know, found out that they had, like, six speeding tickets or were in a wreck last year, probably not going to let my kid get in your car. But, like, if they're a responsible person and, I mean, kids are going to make out at 16, whether you you tell them to or not, I'll just put some condoms in her purse and (laughs) call it a day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, 
oh my gosh, wow, this took a turn. <laughs> this really did take a turn. I think we're both just very tired. <laughs> this took a scary turn. Like, oh, yeah, this scary talk. Mm, <laughs> well, no. I mean, it's, it's reality. Um, no, I'm not talking about that kind of young couple. But <laughs> I don't think that couples, I really don't think that couples in their 20s go to B&Bs like this kind. Uh-huh. Like, this looked like a very grown-up, you know, like, I feel like that couples in their 20s would want to go to Wilmington and stay on the beach. Okay, yeah. You know what sense. I mean? Like, they would want to go and stay at, like, a Holiday Inn Express and, like, <laughs> you know, right there with right. the balcony that overlooks the beach and, you know, not, like, where the nice architecture is, like, us <laughs> old people like. Um, exactly, so, a nice quiet place. Yes, a little quiet street that's not being, you know, bothered by the party goers. Like, I, we did not see any, like, beach partiers or anything. So, I... I None of those we young just, whippersnappers bothering those, us. Exactly. Those young people really didn't bother us much. We just saw people our age just, like, trying to have a beer and a taco. Like... <laughs> Exactly. Um, trying to look at some nice art and an art gallery. Like we're right. just ready uh, for a gosh. nap. Uh, yeah, have a nap in the middle of the day at your B and B. That's that's <laughs> something that you can do too because you're old and you need to do that. Um, so true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was just it was a great it was an interesting weekend. Um. And we're planning to do many more of that kind of weekends. So um. Yeah, I'll have. <laughs> I'll have lots more Rona, Rona related, <laughs> Rona related travel stories. So hopefully um, you won't have the Rona. Hopefully we'll just keep you healthy. Well, I wore my mask every time I was supposed to. Not that oh, the but... mask protects me, but the mask does protect other people. And you said a lot of people out had their masks on too, which is good. Yes. Lots of people were wearing their masks. I did not ever feel like I was uncomfortably close to anyone who was refusing a mask or mm-hmm. I never felt uncomfortably close to anyone. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I know. I feel like coronavirus has forever changed the way that people interact. They're like, please don't stand next to me. Like, can you just yeah. back off a little bit? Um, yeah, just, just, what is that? That's, there's a song by the police. Don't stand so close to me. That's right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, yes, I think that I think that that's where we all are now. We are all kind yeah. of noticing how close we are when we're talking to each other. So um, but yeah, I don't think that I got close enough to anybody to have contracted anything, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the B&B, the room was obviously very clean and it was beautiful and it, it felt very well taken care of. And I seriously doubt that the proprietors of that B&B had the coronavirus. <laughs> Good. That's awesome. So. Um, so let's talk about planners. Let's, yeah, let's... you had something on your doorstep when you got home. Is that right? <laughs> oh my gosh, I had completely forgotten that it was coming. So I pulled, <laughs> I pulled into the driveway this afternoon, and there's my fall seasonal surprise box from Erin Condren on the doorstep. Yeah. And Caitlin was like, "Ooh, girl, I've heard a lot about this. People do not like it." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, well, uh, okay." And I, I have heard the opposite. Like all of the people on the Erin Condren fans, um. Facebook group seemed to really love the box. Okay. Um, so, but I had not seen any spoilers. I had not like, I had been avoiding all of the talk of the things that were in the box. Um, I had seen the one spoiler that they had, re- that Aaron Condren, the company released. See, and, and when she said, I had heard everybody loved it. I took that to mean that she had been out here watching everybody's unboxings and stuff. 
So she just starts naming things that are in the box, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Shut up. Wouldn't you shut up? <laughs> like, no, I don't actually know what's in there except for like two things. Um so, I was like, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> but um, yeah, so if you if you are getting the surprise box or you have it and you haven't opened it yet and you don't want any don't spoilers and you me. don't know what's inside then please stop listening now or fast forward to the next section of the show because I am going to talk about the contents of this box for a moment. And um, don't call me because apparently I'm bad at secrets. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was fine. You mentioned ornaments and I was like, ornaments? I don't know what that's like. This is fall. This is not time for any ornaments, Caitlin. They're so random. Um but, you know, I think that it's because the winter box doesn't come out until January. Ah, uh, gotcha. That makes a little more sense. But I also feel like, I f- okay, this is my feeling, and I don't I don't order one of these boxes because I don't use Erin Condren products, really. But I just felt like they just put a bunch of random assortment of stuff that they had on the shelf and were like, here, use your box. Well, okay, so they they put in that little thing that is like, the it looks like white out and you like run it across the paper oh and yeah it's, it's like a washi runner yeah it's like a washi runner i don't like those Me i'm either. i'm sorry i may, maybe maybe this one can be used as like to put a checklist in your planner but not really because it's all asterisks isn't it yeah i mean i guess I, it would be, I mean, what else would you use the asterisks for? But like to make I guess a checklist. Decorative. Decorative. Um, yeah, I guess. It, I think you use it. I don't, I don't know. But I mean, I, when I, when I look at it, I'm just like, no, no, I don't need that. No. Um, then I'm sorry. This is going to sound really mean, but the cards that I'm supposed to write to other people. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, it's the time of coronavirus. You might want to send a card or maybe your kids want to send cards. Oh, I should write a novel in the time of the Rona. <laughs> we wrote we wrote uh, greeting cards. The greeting we wrote cards made the, the greeting card companies came back to life because That's we all right. started writing each other correspondence <laughs> again. I've got to catch up on my correspondence. Um, well, and you know, I would use a card like that, for instance. I guess if I was sending happy mail. Uh huh. So if I had like a some stuff that I wanted to mail out to somebody or something, that I might pull one of those cards and write in it. Um, but just to send a random card, I, I don't know. Uh, that doesn't sound, that doesn't <laughs> sound like jam. me. Well, I, first of all, I never have a stamp. Right. Um, it's true. I never have a stamp. I, I never mail anything, um, unless I go to the post office and mail it. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I've had some bad luck with the postal service over the past six months. Right. Um, they still have well, your cup. Well, they lost the cup that Katie B the planner B sent to me. Sad. And I sent out a giveaway mm-hmm. a few months ago, and it never reached the person. No, that's so sad. I know, I know. So, I mean, I spent $26 on shipping, and it just vanished. Oh, my gosh, that's a lot in shipping. And, you know, I, I feel bad because, I mean, I, I sent them the tracking number, and then I took the box and it just, the tracking never changed. It never said that it was accepted by the post office. It just, it's like they just lost it. 
jeez. Um, this is so weird, this whole male getting lost situation. Well, it's like, it's weird, especially considering how many years the post office and I had been going steady without <laughs> having any issues. Right. Oh, um, come on. Yeah, so, so that was, so it's been, a, it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting year with the post office. Um, but we are definitely off on a tangent because there's more in this box. Okay, um, in the box. Okay, so I there was one thing in there that I was almost offended by. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know what this is. And it's this teeny tiny little package of hexagon sticky notes. <laughs> I watched Chloe uh, Tree Plans. <laughs> unboxing of this and she said that they should have been like an at the counter included for free <laughs> yes I completely agree I think that if you visit the Erin Condren website at all send you those <laughs> well and I've heard I've never used Erin Condren sticky notes but I've heard they're not so much sticky it's what I've heard I heard they're well, not great I'm sorry neither are the happy planner ones because That's I've true. used both brands they are not there either they're not great. How hard is it to make a sticky note that will stick to my planner? I mean, maybe the brand sticky note has the adhesive like on lock. Like maybe it's a patent. Well, maybe so. But I'm telling you that I have seen some some poor excuses for sticky notes out here in these planner streets. Just put yeah. some tape on the back and make it a sticker. Call it a day. <laughs> Be fine. Well, and I have. I have. I have turned sticky notes into stickers before. I have definitely done that. I feel so sorry for the earth right now. Uh. <laughs> that Mother Earth right, it's on fire. <laughs> we're on fire, and we're putting out sticky notes. That Mother Earth is giving of her resources for us to <laughs> abuse her by to produce something this this it, this, this this useless. So anyway, no, I did not. I do not see that. And I guarantee you that if I go if I go in my kitchen right now and and go to that box and look at the box, yes. it will tell me. Oh, this is a twelve dollar value. No, ma'am. No. Mm -hmm. No, no. That is not at all true. (laughs) Do not try to tell, don't even try to tell me that that's an $8 value. I will say 99 cents. Those belong at the Dollar General. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. You should get those at the Dollar Tree at the section, like right before the checkout. Oh, no. I heard they have, like, planner supplies at the Dollar Tree now. I know. They have disc-bound planner supplies at the Dollar Tree now. <laughs> you know. You can make your own happy planner, Caitlin. For $4. I know. I don't know why you haven't been over there looking at that. Uh, we'll, we'll save that for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you would go to to the Dollar Tree right now. I mean, that's, the Rona has got no, to but live there. You can order stuff from the Dollar Tree online. You can? Yeah. Funny story. We're way off track right now. Like, so far off track. Um, but when I was trying to get pregnant with Harrison, I bought, like, the biggest box possible of Dollar Tree pregnancy tests to, like, just have. Because I didn't know how long it was going to take. But there was, like, 100. And I bought it on Lauren, online from the Dollar Tree. Fun fact. <gasps> and did, wait, did they send it to your house? Like, they mailed it to you? Or you, or you had box. to go pick it up? They, they sent mailed the whole box? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do those pregnancy tests work? I actually think they're better than like the first response ones, but that's just me. The Walmart 89 cent ones I think are the best. Really? Yes. That's, See, that's, that's just my my little pro tip. 
see, I don't know. I feel like that's scary to me. Like when it's something, when it's something as important as whether or not you're pregnant, like I don't pinch pennies when it comes to that. What I would do is I would have all of those. And then if anything came back positive, like even just a little bit, I was like, then I would like take an expensive one. Okay. See, that's, that's what I do. I take those digital ones. Like I need the kind, I need the kind that like you pee on it. And then a lady calls you on the phone and says, excuse me, ma'am, you are not pregnant. No, or she like calls your husband or your partner. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, she's I not need, pregnant. It's fine. <laughs> I need like some. I need. I need some something that's got a little bit of a personality to it. Like, give me a smiley face or a frowny face or a or a clapping hand or like. We need some curse words on those. You know, some confetti that pops out or. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I need to, let's liven this up a little bit. So I don't, yeah, I don't know about those Dollar Tree tests, but, um, so did you get positive Dollar Tree tests when you were pregnant with Harrison? Yes, I did. Okay. I could see though, like being nervous about being pregnant and wanting to take one like every day. (laughs) I actually kind of got addicted to taking pregnancy tests, but again, that's a story for another show. What else was in your seasonal surprise box? Um, okay, so there's a really pretty cover in there. Yes. And I like the cover. Uh-huh. I really do. I really do like the cover. Um, the only issue with the cover is that it's, it's, um, it is metallic, but it's silver. Oh, okay. And That's I don't pretty. think I, I don't think I even own a silver Aaron Condren coil. Ooh, I had a Aaron Condren silver coil and it was gorgeous. And so, then I sold it. Or platinum or whatever they call it on the website. Um, right. Platinum. But yeah, I um, it's kind of making me want like a platinum coiled planner so that I could just can put this one cover on it. Just um, get a notebook. <laughs> I don't know. Notebook I, I kind of wish that, that the cover had come with a notebook. Uh, yeah. If the cover had come with a notebook, then I think that the box would have been worth it. Would have been set, yeah. Um, because it came with some, the box came with some gel pens, which I haven't tried yet, but I'll probably try tomorrow. Yeah. I've um, seen weird things, though. Like, a lot of people are expecting them to be the color that the pen is, but they're all black. I, I like black gel pens, so, yeah. you know. But it's we'll just s- a weird thing for an Erin Condren product. Usually their pen color matches the outside co- color. Yes, usually they do. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That is that is true. So, um, yeah, I'll. I'll be interested to see how the gel pens write. I'll try them mm-hmm. out tomorrow in my planner and see if I like them. And then there's that thing that you, that there's that like calendar thing that like is bound in that Navy leather and like, yeah. Desk opening thing. Yeah. The desk thingy that opens up. That was, that was part of the spoiler from the, and that's probably the most expensive item in the box. And it's nice. Yeah, it is nice, but are you going to use it? Do you think you would use that thing? No, I mean, for somebody, you know, you know what I mean? Like, for, if somebody is working from home or they have an office where they mm-hmm. really do sit all the time and, you know, I mean, my office is my couch. Right. I mean, Same like, I, yes, I, I teach my classes from my couch, so I don't really have like this big open area for like office things and, um, Maybe maybe over the next few weeks, as I get my classroom ready for students to come back, I'll um put it on arrange, your teacher desk. Yeah, I'll arrange my teacher desk to you know kind of look teachery, and I'll bring it with me and put it in. So we'll see. But I, I do like the way the calendar in there is arranged. You know, you've got like a little space for every day and um some notepads on the side. So I mean, like I can see why people would would think that that was 
kind of efficient or handy to own. And it's on um, that Aaron Condren paper, right? It's on the they're like it, nice paper. Yes, it does appear to be Aaron Condren mohawk paper. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I cool. did I did not sniff it. <laughs> so the official word is yet to be determined. So I cannot say that with like you know my full confidence. But I if if I had sniffed it, I would be able to tell you the hundred percent truth. But I don't know. I did not smell this particular product. Um, so overall, so, what do you? of the box like since there were some things that you liked some things you didn't like some things you could have done without um okay i will keep ordering the box uh-huh but it's, this box what do we think it's not like that they have put it's not like that this box was so stinky yeah that i won't order another box i like the ornaments uh-huh okay. i think that the ornaments will look pretty on my tree uh-huh. They will. Are, are just dangling from wherever I want to hang them in my house because right, I can do you that. You hang them from a window. That'd be pretty. Yes. Or I could hang them from a light fixture or, I mean, yeah. you know, like they're, they're just, they're pretty, they don't scream Christmas. They don't. Yeah. You could use them pretty much anytime. Yeah. So, I mean, they just look like decorative hanging thingies. So, <laughs> um, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I don't, I don't hate them. Um, I could see why people were like, why is this in here? Because this is not, I mean, it's not necessarily like a holiday box and there's nothing else in it that is holiday themed. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there was, there have been Christmas ornaments in past surprise boxes. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so, you know, it's not like it's not something that they haven't done before. Now the ornament that came in the, in the last, in one of the other surprise boxes was a lot nicer than this one. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder, um, though, also because of COVID, if they have had some issues maybe with shipping and maybe these were not like the originally intended items or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't imagine how difficult it would be. I mean, most of Aaron Condren's products are made in the United States. Yeah, totally. Um, And I know that the United States, especially right now, everything has slowed down. Yes. Slow? Is that a word? Slow? Slowed. Slowed. I think slowed is your proper past tense. Slowed. Things have slowed down. Slowing. (laughs) (laughs) No, ma'am. No, (laughs) ma'am. Oh, I'm so tired, (laughs) y'all. We're almost done. We're almost done. Hang in there. Okay, so tell me about the happy planner because you got like a whole bunch of happy planner stuff this week. So you got a package too. And I was actually afraid. I was like, okay, so if we evacuate, like, my $200 Happy Planner box, is just going to, like, hang out at my house? Like, is that what's in it? So, really, um, that's Not to mention to how scared you would be for all of the $8,000 worth of Happy Planner items that are in your house. Oh, I know. I wonder if I would have posted in my story, though, if they would have, like, comped me some planners or something. They would have all got them in smoke. Oh, they would have been so sad for you that you... Planner insurance. That's what we need. Planner insurance. Wow. Yes. Now we're taking it too far. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So I did. I'm having to turn around to look at all my planners on the floor. Okay. So let's start with sticker books. Um, I got, okay. I got the minimalist sticker book, which I like. Uh, It sounds random, but it's a little plain for like my everyday style, but it'll work uh, for some, like some days I'll be into this and there's a lot of functional things in here that which is cute I got the crafty stick babe which I'm very excited about because I missed out on the other stick babe because it was like never in stock 
So what kind of stickers are in the Crafty Stick Babe sticker book? Can you um, explain this to me? There's a sticker that is you and me holding our planners. I'll, I'll send you a picture of it. But okay. um, let's see. So there's like a little stick babe holding a banner. There's a stick babe with like an apron and some pens in there. A stick babe with her sticker books. Who else is in here? Oh, she's mailing a postcard. There's a painting girl. A girl with her shopping bag. A girl that says craft a happy life. That's so Aww. cute. Okay, and then just two, like, best friends. There's you and me right there. You are holding your planner, and I'm holding the sticker book. Oh, um, cute. I know. So cute. And, yeah, just, like, they're little, like, doing their crafts. Like, one okay. girl is, like, making something. There's a crocheting girl. Yeah. And there's a seasonal one like that, too, right? And do they look like yeah. the regular sticker books, And they have, but they have the stick girls in them? Or they came on those yeah. dashboards? No, they're in a, what do they call this? A value sticker pack with 920 Ooh. pieces in a book. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. And, okay. oh, my gosh, the seasonal one is everything. This is, like, my second favorite book that came in this, in this haul. The stick so girl cute. seasonal one? Yes. Oh my gosh, there's a whole page where the stick girls are in costumes. And one of them is a ghost with her little feet sticking out. Oh, cute. Oh, I've got to get that. I know. I've got to get that sticker book for sure. Yeah, that's a favorite. I love that one. And then my top favorite is the fall sticker book. So they have a fall, a new fall one that just came out. And it has a whole like Halloween-y page with purple foil. <gasps> Ooh. <sighs> I know it's so pretty and then they've got copper foil in here they have a whole page for Black Friday so it says there's a sticker in here it says I'm only a morning person on Black Friday and you have like your shopping list so cute and there's a whole page of Halloween or fall kitty cats (laughs) oh sweet oh so cute so that one is like my, my top favorite I was like oh my gosh everything's so cute and then to complete the seasonal favorites, I got winter and merry and bright. So, oh, okay. So lots of seasonal stuff this time for you. Yes. I also got some some planners because I needed planners apparently. <laughs> well, no, you I always didn't. do. You always need planners. Yes. But some of them they put things on them that you could only get on that planner. Like the minimalist planner has this like faux leather cover on her which is stunning and you couldn't get this like by itself and it's not it looks like a snap-in cover but it's like bendable and like squishy and soft so I knew I had to try that out yeah for some reason I thought that those planners were going to come with like that that was going to be like a deluxe cover you know that you know how yeah I thought that 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 was that that was what that was no, it's like soft and squishy. And I've actually seen people like when they're showing theirs in videos, like some people's like got kind of ruined a little bit because their other planners like dented it a little bit. So oh, it is no. a little yeah, you gotta be gentle. I think it might be something that has to live at home. I don't think it can really get wet. So it's not really like gonna protect your planner or anything, but it's really pretty. Okay. Um oh, and I got the homebody seasonal. Of course I did. And I'm pretty much in love with that planner. It's actually competing for first place right now with my current seasonal planner. Yes, and please tell the people what your plan is with that planner. What are you going to do with that planner? I might just do, like, all pen or, like, write my pen on the actual page. And, like, my planning style to date is, like, I don't really ever write on the 
planner paper. I really just like write on stickers and like put those everywhere in my planner. But I saw, okay, I wish I knew her Instagram handle, but if you guys know, like, let me know and I'll shout her out or whatever. But um, I saw someone on Instagram and she is a dashboard planner and she like put so much cute like deco on her dashboard and she only put stickers to mark like big events, like birthdays would go in a sticker or like an anniversary or like something major. And then like all her day-to-day stuff, she just wrote on the lines. And I just love that. I think that's so cool. And it doesn't like put too much pressure on like having to quote decorate a new style that makes sense. Yeah. Or like make a spread or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think I'm feeling a little more functional these days. I just really need to, because as much as I love stickering, it takes so much time. It really does. It takes so much time. And I just need to make some lists and like get back to the basics with this planner And who knows, maybe I'll go back to the other seasonal. I will have it on the shelf, but I kind of think January 1, this is going to be my my planner. Yeah, for at least a couple months until they come up (laughs) with something else. I mean, you know, when those those 18-month planners come out for July, I mean, you'll be switching again. But, you know, maybe this... You know how I am. I I just love I remember when you were like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in planner bay for 18 months. Like I am doing it. I'm doing this. This is going to be my planner. She's around here somewhere. I'm sure she is. The bones of her are around there somewhere at your house that you gutted her. Yeah. mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Bless her heart. Okay. And then I also got the 2021 goals planner and that's going to be my social media planner for 2021. Because I just feel like I have a lot of social media stuff happening. I've been working with quite a few brands. We've been doing quite a few things on the podcast. And so I just need a little more space. So going with that one. And then I got some extension packs. So I got the productivity extension pack, the Christmas one. So they had a new one this year. And then they had a Christmas planner companion. And that's it. That's everything that was in my box. Okay. So what is the productivity extension pack what is in that what is what's that mostly like daily sheets like there's some stickers and some dividers but it appears to be daily sheets did it come with a bracelet too or is that a companion the companion comes with the bracelets the extension pack no bracelet okay so the productivity has daily sheets are they the same daily sheets as what we've seen before yes but no hourly anything oh okay so you have to write in your own hourly Yes. Oh, and it looks like they are bulleted just from what I'm looking at right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, because I know that happy planner did have a pack of hourly sheets that you could buy from their website back when the back to school release happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that was only for the big planner or if you could get it for a classic size planner too. I don't I think remember. They had both. They had both. Okay. Um, and I feel like that that had the hours on it. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yes, the one for the classic, yes. I don't think the one for the big had the hours already written on it. Okay. I think you had to those. Okay, yeah, I don't I don't, I don't remember one. though. I'm not yeah. looking at one right now. Well, I mean, you know, the it's it's sad. I feel like it's sad because like they do release some really great products, but I feel like that they come and go so fast. I agree. And you have to buy like 10 of them if you love them. Yeah, because if you love them, it's not like they're going to keep making it. Like, you know, you get this one pack of paper 
And right. then, you know, if you really like this pack of paper, the chances of you finding that pack of paper again are slim. Yeah. I so. feel, I do feel like if people like it and buy a lot of the particular product, they make it again in a different form. With just right, like a little... But- but then they tweak it or change it or, you yeah. know, it's just, it's never, it's, it's it always. Like what it, happens when you're trying to find your favorite pair of jeans? Like you wear these jeans for like two years, three years, five years, if you're lucky. And then you go back to the gap or wherever you're buying your <laughs> jeans from. And they and are those like, jeans like, are gone. Right. You can't you're get like, them anymore. I need a ultra high waist boot cuts or a skinny jean or whatever you're looking for. And they're like, oh, would you like to try the Madeline? That's kind of like what we used to have. And you're like, like no. I, no, mm-mm. I just want what I had before. Well, we don't make that anymore. Well, but see, you know, it's like because trends change. Yeah. And, you know, right now, I have to say that right now in the planning community, daily planning is very trendy. Yes. You know, so a lot of the companies are making daily planners or daily sheets or, or Especially whatever. Especially in the like, size. Because a lot of planner companies had daily planners, but they were just in different, like, in petite sizes or in bigger sizes or whatever, but never anything just in like that standard size. So making that in that size right now is super popular. Yes. Oh, that's right. Because Erin Condra did have like the daily petite planner. Mm-hmm. That was a daily planner, but it was small and it was not the same. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, mm-hmm. So there's always been, and I mean like plum paper, yeah. you could get, you can get a daily layout from plum paper. Like that's been, that's been but available they, for a long time. I don't think they put the hours on it. Like, maybe you can have that customized that way. But from what I've seen, I don't think they have, a, like, an hourly section. Oh, I thought they did. I think it's just open. I could be wrong. I've never had a plum paper in my hand. But I feel like from the videos that I've watched of it recently, it didn't have that already pre-assigned. Oh, well, that is that is weird because I actually have a plum paper daily planner in the trunk of my car right now. If I really wanted to go look, I could. Let me look on their website too. Let's but let's I see don't. how how wrong I am. I don't. I, I don't want to look. But I have been considering making an order with Plum Paper because Ooh, yeah. I really like their A5 size. Oh yeah, I've heard really good things about that. Yeah, and I've been thinking about maybe getting a daily planner that's in an A5 size. Mm-hmm. Um, and just doing my daily that way. Um, but I I don't know. I can't I can't decide. I don't I don't know what I. <laughs> I, I don't know what I want to do. I I haven't spent I, I spent money on that surprise box and I ordered some Villa Beautiful pins, which sadly are still in my mailbox and I need to go get them out of the Ooh, mailbox. Ooh, are those the um the Animal, the Crossing. Animal Crossing ones? Yes, ma'am. And I know that I mean like there are people that we are friends with that like as soon as anything from Villa Beautiful comes out, they like run over there and get it. I just, I just haven't had time. Like I just, right. I've been very so busy this week. Now. Yeah. So it's just, I just, every time I leave the house, I think, oh, I should get the mail. And then I'm like, well, I don't really want that package like sitting out in my car all week. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to be back here at the house. And I, I just, I don't know. I just, I haven't, I haven't, it's, I haven't gotten out of the mailbox yet. So, um, Sorry, um, Tiff. It's not because I don't love your pins. It's just because I haven't <laughs> had time. Yes, okay, so we, I'm looking at do. the Plum Paper Daily on their website. And there is, on the left, you have, like, three checklists, your text here. You have another box, two other boxes, your text here. A long box along the bottom, your text here. A shaded box, your text here. And then a long bulleted list that says your text here. So you could make that long bulleted list into your hours, but there are no hours assigned. 
Interesting. Oh, that's so weird. Okay. I don't know why I thought that their daily did have that. Okay. Well, maybe they changed it or maybe I just don't, I'm not remembering correctly. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I, I feel like, um, a lot of the companies are, are working on, you know, doing a daily thing. Um, there's this planner company called the ivory paper company. Oh yes. I've seen their ads all over Instagram. They have some beautiful things. Yes. Here, here's, here's the only thing that I don't love about their planners. I don't love planners that have a hard cover. Like, um, yeah, like just like a, a just a thicker cardboard. Right. Like a mean? thick, like a thick, glossy cardboard cover that has those like, you know, gold, um, corner things. Yeah. And do, does that one have the, the, what do they call that? The twin loop or that the double t- coil? I think it's, I think it's got the twin loop. I can't remember, but I I have one, Mm -hmm. but I just, I don't have it near me. Um, Yeah. Like the Ashley Shelley is like that too. Yes. And I, I really think that, you know, I don't have a problem with a planner that has a hard cover. I Mm -hmm. just don't think that the hard cover belongs on a coil. Yeah. I kind of think that too. I think that the, it needs to be more bendy on a coil. Yes. And I, I just, that's just the way I feel like my, my planners in the past have been like bendier. Yeah. I, I just may, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, there is, there's a new planner company that a lot of our friends have been chosen as ambassadors for the goal getter planner. Okay. Yeah. I've seen that one floating around too. And it's got that kind of hard cover, but the insides of it look really good. They do that um, goal planner. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's a twin loop as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, then there's that Moxie Life planner, which is also a twin loop. But I can't remember what kind of cover the Moxie Life has. So I, can't I, I just visualize it either. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, that Ivory Paper Company does all three layouts together. So you have like your oh. monthly, and then you have your weekly, and then you have dailies. Smart. That's a genius idea. Yeah, and I think that they only come like six months at a time like you can't uh-huh. get a whole 12 month planner because you're not going to get a whole 12 months of dailies in one book right. like that you just buy but, two um, yes so I remember thinking this is kind of cool to have your monthly then your weeklies then your dailies like mm-hmm. all you know kind of together in one planner yeah um but I just don't love the paper yeah. Have you had one before? Yes, I have. Okay. I do. I have one. And I just, I just, I just don't love the paper. I wish I did, but right. I just, it's just too smooth. It is like too slick. It's just, right. it's, it's you not gotta that it's, love your paper. Uh, it's not, it's, it's not that it's not good quality paper. It's just mm-hmm. not the texture that I prefer. Is and, it um, as slick as the plum paper or more so? Oh, it's way more so. Oh, really? That's interesting. Because I've heard people say that about plum paper, too. Well, plum paper is, is, plum paper is like butter, though. I mean, like, (laughs) plum paper is, there's something special about that paper. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, plum paper is smooth and happy planner is smooth. But there's a difference between the happy planner paper and the plum paper paper that I can't describe. I can't, I I cannot. Planner paper has almost gotten better recently. Like I don't know what I don't know what you know, is, but I, I, I feel like I it's agree better. with you. Yes, I agree with you. I do feel like that maybe they've made some changes. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure. So yeah. I, I they don't tell us I things anymore, which is sad. 
They don't tell us. We don't know anything. We really don't. They don't do lives with us anymore. No, I know. And when this newest release came out, were you kind of sad? Did you miss like the Stephanie and Hannah stuff? Um, Yes. And then I opened my planner. And do you remember how they used to have that little insert that had like Stephanie's face on it? The insert has just a planner on it. Like nobody's face is on it. (gasps) They changed the insert? They did. It doesn't have anybody's face on it anymore. Oh, that's so sad. I know. Like, I opened it and I kind of gasped a little bit. <laughs> I was opening the box and Brian was looking at me. He's like, is there something else in there that's supposed to be? And I was like, no, I'm just sad. And he's like, about planners? <laughs> um, Yes. Because when you open up your new planner, you're supposed to see your friends there. Right. Oh, I will. I do have to tell you that um, Brian, our friend Bri Bri, my yeah. husband, uh, he has been using a discbound notebook for some of his notebook needs recently. A discbound notebook? Did, did you did you build this notebook for him from Happy Planner Things? No, I actually gave him my. It was from the second Kel of a fan box, the pink one with the pink florals. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> because I I feel like he's a pink florals kind of guy. He totally is for sure. And so I just handed that one to him, and I'm like, here, this is dot grid. You can like draw your sketches because he's forever building things around here for you know the ducks and whatever other little projects he's working on so he's like sketching things to scale with their measurements or whatever yeah yeah so he has himself a disc bound notebook so he's he's more of a bullet journaler is what i've come to learn oh yes get it brian that's cool i I love it i'm so happy so well why don't we end the episode with a quick little COVID update how are things going in Oregon right now like your numbers are your numbers looking good I mean I couldn't really tell you we had a a day the other day that was pretty low it was like 111 new cases but on the regular we're about like 200 cases across the state so I feel like pretty good but honestly like we're all just trying to not be burned right now and so that's really like our focus um I have been more comfortable personally like going out and doing things like I did a shopping vlog not too long ago so I actually went into a craft store just once Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm still not like going into grocery stores because that's just too many people (laughs) I'm working up to it you didn't go in grocery stores before COVID this is true I did not I also have not yet gone to get my nails for real done, but that also is kind of like a laziness thing because these impress nails are kind of working for me, to be honest. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when I will go back to my nail lady. I definitely want to, but I kind of feel like it needs to be like, I don't know, 10 cases across the state before I'm going to let somebody get all close and personal and like touch my hands, like touch my face and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I do need a haircut like nobody's business because I also have not had a haircut. I just realized it's been like a year since I dyed my hair blonde and I have not had a haircut since then. (laughs) Oh, wow. That is a long time. So, yeah, I need a haircut. My hair is so long. It's like halfway down my back, probably, I don't know, it's only like a good like two inches above my rear. So it's very long right now. Oh my um, gosh, so I, how do you stand that? <laughs> I love long hair on myself. That's my that's my jam. I love long hair because I can like put it up in a bun or I can braid it or whatever. But I feel like if I have short hair, I have to style it or do something with it or put product in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, my little haircut is so easy. Yeah. Um, I just wash it and comb it and blah. It's done. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so Sometimes, that's our COVID update. It's not yeah. too bad. 
Um, okay, so well, we talked a little bit earlier about um, like you and I before the yeah. before the show about North Carolina. I, I don't think that North Carolina has impressive numbers. I mean, what what did I tell you? Like our our numbers are like seventeen hundred for today. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I yeah. I mean, like I think that it's just gonna take. I don't know. It's gonna take a, a good vaccine getting across the population before like we really start to see some dramatic change, to be honest. Okay, so I was wrong. Our number today in North Carolina is 1,454 cases today, September 12th. I don't feel like you're the highest, but I definitely think you're not the lowest yet. No, and that does not appear to be the highest that we've ever been. Okay. Um, Well, maybe it is. Oh, dang. I don't know. Maybe it just oh, it keeps going like up. We had quite a few cases today. Oh, wait. Okay, so we actually had 291 cases for Sunday, September 12th. Oh, okay. No, this is not the highest that it's been. It's been higher than that. In, in August, it was well into the 2000s. Yeah. So so we are, you know, seeing a downward shift. Um, but, oh, yeah, it's just, um, but when I look at the map, with like the little bubbles on it that show you like where the areas in your state are like the most like affected saturated by it. Right. Um, yeah. Charlotte has pretty big bubble. I have to say. Oh no. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Portland. I mean, Portland is a Metro area. So like, uh, we have had, let's see, where am I on this map? I don't know. Right around where I live is like, 4,000 cases total. Oh, wow. Okay. But, I mean, I'm also looking at, like, our, um, let's see, like, our curve. And so, like, we had our highest numbers probably, it's looking like August-ish, where we had, like, upwards of 300 cases. And we are definitely on, like, I can see it curving and trending downwards. Oh, good. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, um, as long as these numbers don't go back up with this 291, that's kind of a lot. Yeah, that's good. Um, well, there's a lot of little there's a lot of little counties here in North Carolina that have like, you know, like this one county has like 12 cases. Um, right. So you know, it's just it it's just it's different all over the state. But yeah, Charlotte has the biggest bubble um, of any of the other bubbles in the state. But, you know, when I'm in Charlotte, I don't go out, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you went out in another town. And how's that town's bubble looking? That that town's bubble looks better than Charlotte's. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, uh, but like I said, when I was out of town, I don't remember, like, feeling that I was getting too close to people. I didn't touch anybody. I didn't. um, So, you know, hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully I'll come out of this little mini vacay um unscathed um and yeah i guess we'll just see um but we have kept these folks for an hour and a half caitlin they have listened to us talk about almost nothing for an hour and a half (laughs) well we should have one more guest who is both a boss babe and a Erin Condren user to kind of wrap up our Erin Condren time and then we'll be moving into talking to some shop owners and some entrepreneurs in our community just some some folks who are doing it out here we're really excited yeah I'm excited to talk to them I love to talk to people who were like I'm gonna start a sticker shop and then they just did it 
Right. Because then I get so motivated on my own little ventures, which are nothing, (laughs) basically nothing compared to what they're doing out here. But like, it makes me so motivated to like get back to work and like do the things. Yeah, I do. I like to, I like to talk to women who, um, well, I mean, just people in general, I guess that are just like, well, I'm going to do this and do it myself and make something and sell something and, you know, be a, a a shop owner of of some kind. So, I mean, it was kind of like this weekend when I was at the B and B, and I was talking to these people and they were like, well, yeah, like 25 years ago, we just kind of decided that we, you know, wanted to change our career and, you know, get a B and B. And I was like, what? That is so crazy. You know what I mean? Like just That's so cute. people that just kind of like yeah. set out and say, well, I want to make stickers and I'm going to make stickers. So we'll talk to totally. some of these shop owners that, that, you know, have a passion for, for stickers and, um, and want to, you know, bring beauty to our little community. So, um, yeah, um, you guys, you can always, always find Caitlin at creating a chaos underscore official on Instagram. And yep. you can also find her at creating a chaos on YouTube and Patreon. And she um, plays around at the Spiced Chaos podcast Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, all the things. Um, and if you're looking for like, if you're concerned about me at all or wondering about how the wildfires are in Oregon, um, I've been updating my stories daily just because. I've been getting an influx of messages, so I want to say thank you for that, too. But checking out my Instagram is probably the fastest way to check in on me if you're interested in that or um, wanting to know how things are going in Oregon. Um, but you can also find Leanne at Spice Plans on Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon. You can also find her hanging around the um, Spice Chaos Instagram and all the things as well. Yes, ma'am. And we sincerely hope that all of you have a beautiful, lovely, productive week. And um, we will probably come up with some kind of topic for you for the mini-sode this week because it yeah. is totally your turn to do this. <laughs> like, it is... Uh, Caitlin, we have worked enough. Like, I it know. is time... It is time for um, the listeners to do a little bit of work. So we're going to throw you guys a topic over here in the next couple of days. So be looking for that on all the socials mm-hmm. and um, have a great week. And we will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye.